Welcome back to DCC Podcast. I'm Kim J. This is Leave It All on the Dance Floor, Episode 3, the finals episode, one of my favorite episodes of the seasons traditionally. And we start off like we do every single finals episode at Kitty Carter's Dance Factory, where several of the people who are auditioning, who made it to finals, will come and get their solos critiqued by Kitty Carter. In the earlier seasons, you would see some veterans come, either to get some critiques on their own or maybe to be as another help to give feedback to the newbies. But that hasn't happened in quite some time, and not all of the rookies come, but uh, several of the people who are auditioning do come. And of course, Kitty is Kitty. She is going to tell you like it is. That's how she's been for 12 seasons. I'm sure that's how she's been for much longer than that, since she has been the technical coach, whatever that means, for DCC. So she basically tells people things like cover up your nipples, stripper, calls out somebody for granny panties, she calls Meredith sex on a stick. It's just always good Kitty Carter fun. So we get introduced to a couple of Laker girls Sarah and Elena and it's always interesting to me that Laker girls haven't had a lot of success auditioning for DCC in the past because as far as the NBA teams go I'm pretty sure like the Laker girls are the gold standard kind of like the DCC are the gold standard of the football teams but they haven't really had a lot of success auditioning in the past so we've got two girls here Sarah looks kind of heavy in the middle she has this segment where she talks about how she was in Vegas in 2017 with the shooting that was at the Country Music Festival. She was at that festival. And so it's an interesting segment. don't know how relevant it is, but she basically says that because of that, that she decided to kind of go for her dreams. And so that's why she's auditioning for DCC. She gets high praise from Kitty for her solo. Then we get a little feature with uh, Rachel. <laughs> Not really a feature, but our Miss America girl, Rachel, she's, I guess, the last to go. And Kitty's like, oh, I guess we saved the best for last. And Rachel's like, oh no, I'm definitely not the best. And Kitty calls her out on her being a puppy dog uh, attitude. And, but then she gives her really high grades for her solo. So then we go to the veterans rehearsal and Jen Kay, is teaching the veterans their the routine and she says it usually takes about an hour to teach the new candidates the routine it takes about 20 or 25 minutes to teach a veteran and it should be ready to audition so they have 23 returning veterans and there's a couple that we know off the bat are could possibly be issues they mentioned Kira and they don't mention Heather O, but I know that there were some kind of issues in the off season with Heather O because she was a second leader for, I can't remember whose group leader she was second for, but she was, she lost that particular position going forward. So I don't know if that's going to affect her when she auditions this year, but there are definitely some issues there. Jen Kay is really high on the new candidates. And I feel like we have this segment every year where whoever the veteran is, it's like, there's redheads that are really good and brunettes that are really good and everybody's got a great resume and what have you. But on to the interviews. And so I, I love the interviews. They're always really, really interesting, really entertaining. 
to hear some of the answers. So right off the bat, we get someone asking, what does the CIA stand for? They don't know. They then ask about what does the FBI stand for? They also don't know. And this was a girl named Reagan, who it's her fifth year trying out and probably her last year because I don't think she's going to make it. And then we get a girl who's on the dean's list at her school, but she doesn't know what position Ezekiel Elliott plays. She said she remembers it being on her flashcards. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's one of the team's star players. Like, you've got to know Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott, like if you don't know anybody else. So that was, that was kind of sad. And so Dayton comes in and she really lost it last year in her, in her interview. She was asked about maybe naming a member of the cabinet or something like that and she couldn't do it and then kelly asked her if she voted and she did not and she asked her how old she was that she was 18 and so kelly was not impressed with her interview so it definitely seems like it went better this year i love the little bit where the luke casey guy asked her what happened last year after when she didn't make it and she was like well i went to whataburger <laughs> so it's really cute Meredith, who was a favorite of Kelly's in the first two rounds, uh, kind of came off not so great here. Kelly said she looked like she was sedated. She, I guess she talked kind of slow and Kelly wasn't too excited about that. Uh, they talk about the My Cause, My Boots, which is something that they did at the end of last season where they put a different color star on their boot and it, it was representing a different charity. And so they talk about, Maddie talks about her best friend who died recently and her cause was his, his particular issue. And then they asked the other girls, okay, what would you do if for my cause, my boots? And Taylor says, well, her dad died of cancer, so she would do cancer. And Brennan says, well, my grandmother has Alzheimer's, so I would do Alzheimer's and everybody's crying. And I, but it's a, it's a good moment. Jessica, one of the returning veterans, really tanked her question, and Charlotte was not happy, not happy at all. She, she was like, she couldn't answer a single question across the board, and so Jessica could be in trouble. Um, there's a couple people look like they're all in the same dress sometimes. Like there was this one segment where two of the girls get up and they had the same color dress with this exposed zipper in the back, and then there's another person in that same panel who has a different color but also exposed zipper in the back. It's like they all went to all went and bought the same dress at the same place. So then we get yet another Nick Flores segment, which I'm really over that. But the one tidbit we get here that's interesting is that Elena says that she changed her outfit at Kitty's recommendation. Then we get into the solos. So they start off with a feature from Rachel. That's our Miss America girl. And they do a little segment about how she was runner up. And she says that she's auditioning for DCC because she wants to continue dancing. And I can respect that. We see Hannah. She's got some nice moves. We always wish we could see more of the solos. Like if they would have extra footage up or put them on Instagram. It would just be really fun. I know I've seen a few over the years. I saw Lauren's the first year that she auditioned. She did it a routine to burlesque. And I was a little underwhelmed, frankly, just because it was like really like over the top and kind of cheesy. But maybe that's just what they do. Years ago, there was a, a dancer named Olivia who was on the team. And she had her routine up. And it was like a tango. It was really, really good. But I'm sure it's a music issue as to why they don't 
release them specifically on the show. So we just get these little clips. So they show Kelly and Brenda crying during Victoria solo. I don't know how I feel about Victoria. She, I'm sure she's a nice girl. She's just so over the top. And anytime the judges are like drooling over somebody, like we get such a small tidbit of their dancing on screen especially at this point in the season it's hard for us to get really fully behind somebody and so it's almost kind of like they're kind of throwing Victoria down our throats at this point three episodes in and we get Maddie closes everything out with a little hip-hop routine and it made me remember that Maddie was actually one of these veterans that got cut from training camp her first year if you remember Maddie actually had like a really dark hair. It was straight and even the makeover really didn't seem to help. And she was just so overwhelmed. She came back the next year with her natural curly hair just on fire. And she's been really great ever since. I know she teaches hip hop classes there locally, maybe Kitty Carter's, maybe somewhere else, but looks like she really rocked her solo. So cool. So then we get to the last part of the finals. And so they put everybody in the same outfit, which I really like because you can really see standouts more, strugglers more. So what they actually do is they actually put them in groups of people with similar looks. So they often will put all of the black candidates together and, you know, the Asians or brunettes together, the blondes together. And so it's really interesting. I always, always notice, and I don't know that they would ever really admit it, but there's always going to be like a token, a couple of redheads on the team. There's always a lot of blondes. So if you're a brunette, a lot of times you stick out more. You know they're going to have you know some diversity if they can. And so it's it's always kind of interesting when they put them in these kind of groups because it's almost like they're trying to check off a box. <laughs> so oh, we see Victoria again, and she's got some ugly turns. We see some veterans that they give high praise to Tess and Gina and Tasha. And Judy, they look at Judy and Judy just kind of looks annoyed at the whole thing. <laughs> so are you paying attention, Judy? Come on, wake up, wake up. I don't know how many times they have to do the routine here. In semifinal round, they did mention that they have to do it four times. So I'm not exactly sure for finals how many times they have to do it, but. They're, of course, out on the field, and the judges are in the stands watching them on the big screen. And so every year, there's people that they really love their solo, but they don't like them when they get on the big screen, or they thought they looked fine, but then they get on the big screen, and they they feel like they don't look so great. So then we get into the judges' deliberations, and this is always the good stuff, you know? So they they bring up Meredith, who Kelly said after the first day was one of her favorites, but she thought she was sedated remember during our interview one of the judges says that she looked like a rectangle and he didn't do anything for for it so okay they talk about elena that her kicks are low and they don't think she's ready they said melina kicks slow they really loved sarah the other laker girl solo but they didn't love her when she was on the field so dayton brought up Uh, One of the judges really liked her, but Kelly said that she just didn't even watch her when she was on the field because she didn't notice her being there. I don't know. It just seemed kind of like there was some animosity there. So that one was kind of weird. And uh, Kira. So this is the deal. She, She was great. Everybody said that she was great in her performance. 
Kelly says that she was late to a visit, like a nursing home visit, and that she was late to one of their performances at the start, that she was like rushing in at the last minute. And she, she's, that may be the, the reason why she won't make the team. And it won't be performance related. It's, you know, and so that's, you know, I don't know if they get any kind of a grace period or <laughs> watching the show as long as I have every single season, I would say probably not. Like you've got to be like there before you're supposed to be there. You've got to be in makeup everywhere you go, smile on your face everywhere you go. Like it's, it's gotta be pretty tough. <laughs> it's gotta be pretty tough. But uh, moving on. So we get to Victoria again and again, that same judge that wasn't a big fan of her in the semifinal since he thought she was messy. And um, so there seems to be a lot of debate around Victoria and our favorite uh, personal trainer, Jay, you know, said he had some good things to say about her, but then he said he gave her a maybe. (laughs) So that was kind of a, a little cute segment. So they have like a mixed reviews on Brennan, mixed reviews on Gabby, and then Selena, one of the vets, and they say she's 14 pounds heavier, and weight is always an issue for a lot of the girls. There's a number of girls every year that are on weight probation, and I don't know anybody that's ever gotten let go during the season, but it has certainly happened many, many times during training camp. So, yeah, I don't, it doesn't look good for her, because they said in the, in the future that they're not gonna they're just gonna cut veterans at finals if their if their weight's not where it needs to be that they're not going to cut them and hope that they lose weight because it's just too hard to cut them later in the process that's what they said uh, with another hannah a few years back and it was so surprising because when she auditioned she looked like she was just one of these naturally thin kind of people she had this great audition charlotte loved her and then we see her the next year and she's much thicker and she was let go very early in training camp and they said mentioned that she had had weight issues the previous year so this is kind of the deal with a lot of what happens here with the weight issues because i know a lot of times people watch the show and they get really frustrated that there seems to be so much emphasis on the weight and that they have to stick with their weight so what a lot of girls do is they diet fast heavily when they go to audition so they are audition ready and so they look a certain way however that's the weight that they have to stay with their entirety on the squat they don't get a grace period for that they plan on releasing them one uniform and they're not taking it out and so you diet to try to get to a certain look but then that weight you're expected to attain and for a lot of girls, it's not attainable. And even Chelsea, who got kicked off a previous previous season as a veteran for weight issues and for attitude, she got kicked off for attitude, but it started with weight issues. She called the weights that they were supposed to achieve unattainable. And so really the best policy is to, to get in good shape, but it be an attainable weight that they can keep because it's literally in their contracts. And I don't know at what point, if it's one pound and they're already on weight probation or five pounds or if it's a certain percentage, but it is a huge issue, no doubt, every year. And it affects some people more than others, but sometimes you're surprised by who it affects. So they look great one year and the next year, it's just really tough. And then if you diet a lot, it makes it really tough to keep it off. So that's my quick spill about the, uh, the weight issues of DCC.
So then we get on to the announcements. And so they've invited 44 people into training camp, which is interesting because they do seem like they usually take 45. So they took one less. So either there was a gap there between the 44th and 45th person or what? Because they have not that many returning veterans as they've had many years. And so it's maybe that's why I don't know. But anyway, so Brennan is going back to training camp. Madeline is going back to training camp. Victoria, of course, is going. Our Titans girl, Brianna, is going. We haven't seen much of her, just clips of her here and there. But she does look so, so much better than than what she looked last year when she seemed like she was really losing steam. And Judy even, uh, not Judy, Kelly even mentions that she gave her a check plus for looks. She just thought she looked really attractive. So Hannah is in. Elena is in. We get some eye rolls from Kira and our last five. So they say, I know in some years that they have done things out of order, but as far as we know, the last five were Daphne, our UCLA girl, Melina, our Jets flight crew, one of our Jets flight crew girls, Dayton. So Shelly, of course, has to cry. She's the, the third to last person to be called. And then Kashera. Very interesting that Kashera is called that late and we don't get an explanation of why. And then the last one called is our Miss America girl, Rachel. And that's it. So three veterans were cut. Meredith, Kira, and Selena. Selena with the, with the weight issues, not surprising. And then Kira, she mentioned with the, you know, with the lateness uh, was obviously her issue. And so we have our training camp candidates, and so looking forward to seeing who's going to make the team. So early favorites, I mean, we've definitely got a lot of focus on Rachel, Miss America. We've gotten a lot of focus on Victoria. I think everybody's rooting for Brennan and Dayton. I think those are probably the favorites. And then, so can't wait to see what all goes down. I mean, who else didn't make it? Sarah or the other Laker girl didn't make it. So Elena, the tall one that they didn't love her kicks actually did make it. But Sarah, who they loved their solo, did not make it. So interesting. Uh, Gabby made it. She was one of the ones that got featured. So yeah, we'll get into a little bit more in the next episode once training camp gets underway. And it looks like they're doing the swimsuit shoot later this year than they normally do so we'll actually get some footage from that too which will be really cool so until i see you again for episode four keep kicking